There's a place. Out where the fake news is muffled. Past the point where politicians get silent. Where facts don't care about your feelings. Where PC is DOA. This is that place. Welcome to the last stop on the right. I do believe it was the middle verses of Virgil's Aeneid, who, when Queen Dido of Carthage proclaimed, as the prince sailed into the Mediterranean, the last pod is the best pod, yo! <laughs> I believe that's how that went. It, it, uh, and, the, and she the, did it in dactylic your, hexameter, by your, the way. Your, your impersonation of her? Perfect. I, I loved it, but... I guarantee you she sounded nothing like that. No, probably not. Also, she said she would have said it in dactylic hexameter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to do last pod in dactylic hexameter. <laughs> you imagine doing the whole show like that? Jesus, no, God. No. Like, we give, need to give people another reason to cut us off. <laughs> Welcome to the last pod on the right, my friends, here at the last stop on the right.com and a variety of other platforms. We'll mention them in a minute. I am Ben Crystal. I am Mike Abel. And we have a literal truckload, a literal ton of podcast fabulosity rolling at you today. A literal ton. Literal ton. There will be no hyperbole on today's program. Nice. Guaranteed. <laughs> I'm going to hyperbolizing. <laughs> Wait. No. Is it's not? No. I didn't think it was, it was not a real word. word. I think <laughs> okay. I was like, you're going to ask me. It, and I'm no. it, is, it is now. It is now. I just put it out there. You could do that now, so why not? It'll be in the dictionary. I just, as long as they get in the urban dictionary, that's all I'm really looking for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you are tuned in to us through our website, laststoponthewright.com, welcome, my friends. I uh, want to remind everybody, get you and your friends over to that website as often as possible, because the more clicks means the more likelihood, the better likelihood, that we will be able to sell advertising to, on this dumpster fire of a mm-hmm. podcast and uh that'll put us in a better mood i can't guarantee that will improve the quality of the podcast but <laughs> no. i'll be in a better mood about it so that's pretty cool at least you will be i'm okay yeah, yeah, well you're you <laughs> I, I don't know what it would take to get you in a good mood and quite frankly i have some i i doubt i want to know <laughs> no. and i'm yeah. just gonna put that <laughs> okay out there. we'll leave it there we're just gonna put that <laughs> down and leave it over there yep. uh tune into us of course through klrn america's podcast network they get a great variety of programs over there they have a spreaker channel so that's where you, yep. you can get everything over there everything go to their spreaker channel and they got it all everything uh also all of the major podcast platforms i believe we are now we have now been approved for uh for availability we're nice. even we're even on iheart now so nice iheart itunes Spotify, and of course our website, laststoponthewrite.com. Uh, also want to remind you, we have a Twitter account for the for the podcast and the site, at laststopotr. And it's at laststopotr because you can't, not enough characters. I couldn't do at laststoponthewrite because <laughs> it's, too, it's too many characters. Right, right. I'm like, all right, well, I guess that seems fair enough. So we want you to visit us that way. And, of course, you can always email us through the site. And that's a piece of cake. There's buttons. We have buttons on the site. I learned to code buttons. (laughs) Things I did not think I was going to be doing at this stage (laughs) of my life. Yeah, this is true. At any other stage of my life. Very true. Now, before we get completely out of hand here, and we will today because we have a lot of stuff to go through, some of which is, is, all of which will be will be funny by our estimation because you know we're not going to take it seriously before we do that though i do believe mikey i see you reaching welcome back from arizona pod beer time all right all right three two one pod beer beer. oh special shout out to uh one of our listeners bill the hog we're going to call him the hog i'm not going to give you his full name nobody wants to be identified by name on this thing (laughs) bill the hog he is a fan of the pod beer 
uh, he's like, man, one of these days I'm going to come down there and have a pod beer with you. And I'm like, come on. I uh, I hope for your sake that that never happens to you. So but why, that's why I say, why would you want to do that? Unless but, you're running okay. from the law, I don't like. <laughs> yeah. And if you are, why the hell would you stop here? Because I guarantee they're watching this place right now. Um, while I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a little pod beer sippy here. They're they're at least listening. Though. Why don't you tell us, Mikey, what is in the dumpster for today? Crappy birthday, America. Oh, that is nothing but patriotic right there. <laughs> Love it. The liberals do their damnedest to uh, ruin the July 4th fun. They sure did. No surprise. They sure did. Uh, AOC's bad day at the border. Chiquita Khrushchev uh, looks for trouble down Mexico way. <laughs> Don Mexico way. <laughs> no go, no KO. Oh. Um, no go, no go. No go, no go. No go, no go. Yeah, I've gotten, I was, oh, see, oh, it was alliterative. Oh, see. All right. <laughs> well, you, well, you capitalize really, it. So that's no go, no go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> liberals hammered Trump for his historic DMZ meeting. Well, we'll talk about it. All right. And uh, slimmer down, sporty, Kaepernick, and Rapinoe versus America when Antifa attacks assaulting Americas for fun and profit. Okay. Do you even read these before I hand oh, them to yeah, you? Oh, yeah, what I do. Slimmer down sporty? How about simmer down sporty and That's Antifa? It. Oh, no, you're right. It's Antifa, and they're garbage Antifa. people. It's just my daily reminder that Michael does not read the script notes before he gets them. I just wanted Ever. a beer. Sat around here for what, like an hour? Yeah, hour and well, a half? Yeah, but Never okay. even picked up the script. I Never did. even picked it I up. I did. It was on the floor, remember? That's true. All right. We do have a lot to go through today. I want to remind you, you are welcome to contribute either uh, by emailing us through the site, laststopattheright.com, or jumping on us on the Twitters at laststopotr. All right. I wanted to start with July 4th. Just, I mean, obviously, it was, you know, we're taping on Friday, so it was yesterday. It was yesterday. And they threw, Trump threw a big party in D.C., and, uh, yeah, you knew that the libs were going to freak out about it because Trump could come outside at this point and be like, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans, I can't do a Trump That's impression. A terrible. Uh, well, That's I, terrible. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans, I've cured cancer. And they would be like, no, why do you hate oncologists? Well, I mean, it would be like, that's what they would respond with. Right. It doesn't matter what he does. So he throws his big D.C. party, the salute to America. I... Knowing what I know about, you know, and you know, I know, knowing guys in the military, the truth is that military dudes don't love parade duty, especially not July 4th. No. Because it's hot. Or it's raining. And they've got to be wearing. <laughs> Which it did. You know, and it's, or it's raining. Well, I, Army, Army guys, I can guarantee Marines don't give a damn what the weather's like. Right. right? Marines right. are like impervious to weather. I don't, they don't think, I don't think it could be outside in a hurricane. A Marine would be like, this seems fine to me. Yeah. Uh, and you got the army guys just a couple of feet from where they were. They never stop patrolling the tomb of the unknown soldier. They don't give a damn about the weather. Yep. Those guys are out there in the snow. But uh, the reality is that the average dude in service, and you know, most of the officers aren't going to bother. No. So it's going to be a bunch of like E1s, <laughs> E2s, and E3s. And be like, guess what you're doing today? Like, Private. Damn it. <laughs> so, but it's not awesome. It, they don't love it because it's kind of a pain. But whatevs. It's part of the deal. You sign up for the military, pretty good odds you're going to end up in a parade right, at some point. At and some of point. all the things that you could end up in, that's not the worst. No, it's not. Afghanistan is worse than every parade I've ever seen. It's right. I would rather march in the pride parade. <laughs> 
I and I have no objection to the pride parade. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> you know, and you know how I am about that. I don't care. <laughs> right. Y'all get go ahead, have your big party. <laughs> That's fine with me. But I would rather march. <clears throat> I would rather march in one of those ridiculous code pink pussy hat parades. <laughs> wow. Than go to Afghanistan because it's Afghanistan. <laughs> so these guys, it could have been worse. But they're out there, and it's like, oh, you know, the commander in chief says we got to do this, so they got to do it. Right. And it's a little overdone, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and they do that to you. Because you know it's Trump, it's going to be pageantry and, and fine. But it's July Fourth, so what's the big freaking whoop? Right. I mean, okay. So Trump staged a show, and to be fair to Trump, the speech that he gave was was pretty good. He's good at that, though. He is good at that. Among the things that he is good at, you give him a decent script. And I know he's he made some missteps that they're making all the you know the thing with the Revolutionary War airports. Right. I'm like, no. And you knew they were going to hammer him for that. And that happens to every president. It's like, right, fine. right. Okay, you guys can get your thing on and be like, I think that's still trending today on social yeah, media. Yeah, it is. I saw it. And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Get your get your kicks in. I don't remember anybody doing this when Obama uh, put seven states, including South Carolina, on the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, yep. Or, or referenced the, the Marine Corps. <laughs> but fine. Okay, so Trump's, you know, he fumbled a couple of times. And of course, being Trump, he's out there going, oh, well, it was a teleprompter malfunction. It's like, dude, just eat it. It, right fine but fine that nobody cares uh long term nobody gives a crap it's not going to matter next fall whether or not trump credited uh the continental army from liberating airfields in revolution right, i mean it's right. no, no one's going to give a damn and it's not as bad as say if you like your doctor you can keep your doctor speaking <laughs> right, of verbal right. miscues <laughs> right Yes. But, okay, so he throws his big party, and they had the flyovers. Of course, the libs were all like, oh, my God, he's freaking. The day before it, uh, so July 3rd, over on MSNBC, which I – and I feel a little bit of sympathy for the kids at MSNBC <laughs> because you're you're at MSNBC. You're either Rachel Maddow, who, as we all know, is, is basically a messed-up clone of I, Keith I, Olbermann. I, I definitely feel bad for you if that's you. But, but you're – okay, you, or you're nobody. Nobody cares. So it's like you watch CNN just digging themselves a deeper and deeper hole and then realize that the kids at MSNBC, by and large, couldn't cut it at a place like CNN. So it's already bad enough. But they're on there, and uh, the uh, Joy Reid, the one that blamed her homophobic comments on time-traveling hackers. <laughs> yes. And she got away with it. That tells you the kind of operation they have over there. <laughs> Anybody else does that, they're like, you are extra fired with lettuce and cheese. Joy <laughs> Reid, they're like, oh, that, that seems credible. It was, it was probably was time traveling hackers. If I said that, I'd be in a straitjacket. I'd, I mean, I'd certainly point know. and laugh at you. Well, but, I pointed and laughed at her too. But she's on there the day before the fourth, so on July third, because they were bringing the tanks in. Uh, oh my God, this is so. And they were. She was the only one. They're like, this is so much like Tiananmen Square. Oh, and, good God. and I'm like, okay, it's a couple of tanks on static display, and I think they rolled one Bradley fighting vehicle in the parade. Right. It's not even a tank. It's an APC. Right. And I know for the libs, they're like, oh, that's you. Why are you splitting that hair? I'm like, actually, it's a big difference. Yeah. Those are two radically different vehicles. That I'd be like saying, was it a station wagon or, you know, a dump truck? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's they're really different. But fine. You don't expect libs to understand how everything works when it comes to the military anyway. So whatever. Right. But they're out there and you're like, it's going to be like Tiananmen Square. I'm like, you know how I know and the others, this is very reminiscent of a dictatorship. You know how I know that you're full of crap when you say stuff like that? 
Because nobody arrested you and threw you in a gulag for saying and it. Nobody was trying to run you over with a tank. Yeah, I mean, you just, and why you got to... And libs have to poop on every party. Uh, if it's not their <laughs> yes, party, yes, they, they have do. to poop. Because if it's not yeah. them... You remember when Obama was first inauguration and they had in, that insane old party and HBO aired it live. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. like, oh my God, this is such a historic moment. I'm like, you know, fine. At the time, I was like, man, I can't believe people are shelling out $9.99 a month for this nonsense because HBO is a premium channel, but fine. Right. You know, whatever. I don't have your party. <laughs> but then Trump's like, hey, let's do a salute to America. <gasps> we can't do that. It's too jingoistic. Well, it's like a fascist dictatorship does that. I'm uh, like, no, it's not. We've had, we've had vehicles in parades in D.C. before. Right. We did it after the Gulf War. Yep. I was like, I remember for a lot of people, that was the first time they'd seen an M1 Abrams up close. Right. Which is cool. That's the other part of it. It's like, oh my God, they, they got tanks in the parade. I'm like, they didn't have tanks in the parade. They had tanks near the parade. Right. But if they had had a tank in the parade, when I was, I'm not a kid anymore, but when I was a kid, <laughs> you roll a tank past me, I'd be like, whoa, cool. Wow, man. That is awesome. That Even that. I mean, if they if if a if an Abrams tank goes by you, you're and you're a dude. It's the same. It's the same part of the brain that like we can't keep our faces out of construction sites. Right. Like, right. Whoa! What check out that enormous there? machine that does stuff. I mean, it's cool. Yep. And they had the B two flyover, which was cool. Whoa! Look at that thing. But liberals are out there <laughs> like, oh my god, it's like a fascist dictatorship. I can't believe we're doing this. All these people starving and dying around the world, and here we're wasting money on a parade. I'm like, I'm not wasting money. There's nothing wrong with doing this. Right. It's a little. It's your, it's your country. It's a little. It. Yeah, it's a little hackneyed, and it's a little old. And I know the guys that are actually have to march in the damn thing are like, oh god, it's freaking July, which means it's either going to be nine thousand degrees. Or it's going to rain. It rained. It rained. But, you know, it's one day. It's one day when none of them had to do PT, so that's something. That's two. But, you know, you got to, the libs, they got to poop on it. They're like, nope, can't have fun. That's not the kind of fun we would have had. Or it is the kind of fun we would have had, but we're not having it, so therefore you can't You can't yell. Yeah, because Hillary lost. So now everybody has to be miserable all the damn time. And uh, they even had the ones out there, you know, you had the the Antifa-type terrorists. I mean, not. I don't think Antifa showed. They're not stupid. Right. Antifa is, is more, and we'll talk about them a little bit later on, because they went after another journalist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're happy to, you know, make their mayhem in places like Portland, Oregon, where they can get away with it, because <laughs> Antifa Ted, the mayor there, yes, will let them do it. But you try that nonsense around in D.C., you get too close to the White House and try some of that nonsense, you're going to run into people that are a lot better prepared to finish you off. I mean, you, yeah. you saw what happened to the guys that burned the flag. Right. And of course, and I got to say this, yes, in America, you are welcome to burn the flag. You are pre- it's protected speech. You want to burn a flag, go ahead. Don't right. burn someone else's flag by your own. Right. Otherwise it's destruction of property that is a crime. But you want to burn a flag? I think you're an ass for doing it, but fine. I was could probably think you're an ass anyway. <laughs> yeah. You probably won that award yeah, I mean, long before I, that. I feel like we put that to bed a little while ago. When you showed up in a pussy hat. <laughs> yes. Or with your a resist. Pink, pink one. With your that. resist t-shirt on. I was already like, okay, this is the south end of a northbound moose. <laughs> but you want to burn your flag? Burn your flag. However, some of these dummies, because they doing it on July 4th, really? 
Well, I mean, really? Okay, because now you're a jackass for doing that. You can't have one day where you can't be like, oh, America sucks. Because fine. But they did it. A couple of these guys did it a little too close to the White House. And some of the MAGA guys were over there because, you know, oh, yeah, it's July 4th and the president's here and get a good look or something like that. And then they see, and you're just baiting them. Right. So they set the flag on fire and there was a scuffle. I guess they tried it. They had to do it twice. And then the Secret Service got involved. I'm like, you know, you guys can pull these stunts out in cities where the mayor is sympathetic to your cause. (laughs) Yeah. But nobody gives a crap what the mayor of Washington, D.C. is sympathetic to. If you do anything stupid too close to the White House, you're going to meet the Secret Service. Yep. And don't mess with those guys. Nope. So that happened. But it's like, really? You're going to burn a flag on on the 4th of July. What message are you actually sending? When you do that, you're an idiot. Yeah, I mean, you're a jackass. <laughs> that'd be like, okay, that'd be like going to Beijing on May Day and, and burning a Beijing flag or a Chinese, Chinese flag. flag. The difference, of course, being that in China, they kill people for doing yes. that. In yeah. the U.S., you can get away with You're allowed to do it. You're even encouraged. No, by actually, actually, in China, you would just disappear. Well, I'm, I can tell you right now, they're not taking you to a farm with all the little abandoned puppies and kittens. That's not where you're going. The Chinese nope. grab you. In the places that the liberals try to suggest that Trump wants us to make us more, you know, places where the the fascism, the statism that they accuse Trump of on a like a minute-by-minute basis. Right. In, in those places, were you to pull the stunts that you idiots pull? You would be, yeah, and you would be disappeared. It's Gulag City if you're lucky. Right. So, yeah, okay, you know what? You burn the flag because America is an authoritarian state with an authoritarian president. Did you? The only reason the Secret Service stopped you is you guys started fighting outside the White House, which is just verboten. <laughs> yep. You're never allowed to do that. I mean, they, yeah, we believe it or not, we, we don't want fist fights in front of the nation, in front of the residents of the chief executive. Right. So they're going to step into that. But other than that, you want to go burn your flag? You're welcome to be as big a dumbass as you want. Right. As long as you're not hurting anybody else. I don't. Nobody cares. Except that you do it and it's like you have to make a thing out of it. Like I can't let you celebrate Independence Day. No. Right. It's, it's not right. just I'm not celebrating Independence Day because bibbidi-bobbidi-boo fascism or whatever hell nonsense they're going with. But it's like I can't let you have any fun either. No. And of course, uh, it, it went on from there. But that's a thing now with these guys. It's the same thing with the uh, uh, Kaepernick and the soccer guy. Ugh. The soccer okay. guy. So beginning of this week, <laughs> we'll get we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, her, sorry, not that you could tell, not that she really wants you to be able to tell. No. We'll get to her in a minute. So beginning of the week, Nike says, "Hey, it's July Fourth, and you know we're looking for another way to sell sne- overpriced <laughs> shoes." Yes. So check these out. They're sneakers with a little with the Betsy Ross flag on the back. Yep. They were like it was on the tiny. He- it was tiny. It was on the heel of the shoe. Right. And they had to pull the shoes because Colin Kaepernick, those of you who do not know who he is, he was almost an NFL superstar, but then his game disappeared. He got outplayed by Blaine Gabbert <laughs> and ended up on the sidelines and he walked away from a six figure uh, sorry, a seven figure deal. No, an eight-figure deal. The Broncos offered him eight figures to come play in Denver, and he turned it down. Yep. So he washed out of the NFL, but he sees these shoes. 
with the Betsy Ross flag. And for those of you who don't know who the Betsy Ross flag is, it was the one with the stars and stripes and the 13 stars in, in the, the blue circle. field. Because, you yeah. know, we only had the thir- there was only 13 states back then. Right. Well, when they first made it, we weren't even states yet. But yeah, you get the idea. Colonies, but yeah. Uh, he says, no, that f- that flag is a symbol of, I don't remember how he, white supremacy. Because, you know, that's the thing. Ever since they realized Hillary might be in trouble in 2016, white supremacy became a thing that they were freaking out about all the time. And I can tell you right now that white supremacy is is not a real threat to anybody in this country. I feel like we should get that out of the way before we get back into this Kaepernick nonsense. White super, actual white supremacists in this country are limited to the dudes that wear the laundry, the Klan, and those those nerd burgers that uh, uh, Spencer's gang, the the tiki torch losers. Oh yeah, those are not guys that are threatening to you. I mean, these are not. There's there's not even that many of them. Right. But, you know, we're going to freak out. Oh, my God. Because now everything is a symbol of white supremacy. Yep. Because they can do that. So Kaepernick's like, no, it stands for white supremacy. It does not stand for white supremacy. But whatever. So they pulled the shoes. So an NFL washout that's taking Nike to the bank for the tune of, I want to say, over $30 million to not play football. And I had heard from this guy in, what, six, eight months. Right. Shows up out of nowhere. And let me point this out. Homeboy's NFL career is over. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. You know, he the collusion suit that he brought against the league, whatever, He's you're never going to work in the Nobody's league Nobody's going to want it. And the reality is it's because of you, Colin Kaepernick. You're the reason. Because you're not good enough to be that much of a pain in the ass. <laughs> no. that's And if you don't think for one second, the NFL owners don't have to collude. Not a, you know some of the NFL owners are actually serious Democrats. Well, Pat Bowen died, but some of these guys are pretty progressive dudes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like your politics is the problem. It's that you're a mouthy pain in the ass who isn't good enough to beat Blaine Gabbert for spot under center in San Francisco. That's why you're not playing in San France. They didn't need <laughs> to collude. They just I mean these are smart guys. These NFL look if you own an NFL franchise, you're not stupid. No, in all likelihood. No. Uh, I mean, look down at the Jags, right? Khan that owns the Jags. I mean, this dude started out as I, be- I believe it was like a scrap metal business. Right now, he's a multi billionaire and he owns a f- he owns an NFL franchise, and I think he's got a piece of one of the one soccer teams over in England, mm-hmm. among other things. Right, right. among the other multi billion dollars he has. So <laughs> we're not talking about stupid people. And I can tell you that Khan, if he thought Kaepernick would fit into his roster, would sign him because what's the one thing that matters the most to NFL owners? Winning. Winning. They've got the money, okay? Right. right. It's not it. There's only 32 of these. These are, like, imagine diamonds but or some gemstone, and there are only 32 of them that existed in the world. And there aren't going to, you're not going to find more. Right. You own one of these, you've already got the money. So you want to win. If there's any NFL owner that thought that Colin Kaepernick could get him a Super Bowl, they, they would have sign. signed him. They yeah, would sign absolutely. Him. They would sign him. But he's a marginally. He started out hot. Uh, he faded probably because his mind's not on the game. Right. You're a marginally talented football player who is nothing but a PR nightmare. Who will drive fans away from you know? Because for all the liberals that are out there, go, oh, Colin Kaepernick's so great. If he was to be signed, I would totally go to games. They're soccer fans. They're not going to go. Liberals don't watch football. Liberals don't like football. <laughs> liberals are Nancy boys, right? Okay, these guys. These are guys who watch. 
they don't even watch soccer as an athletic pursuit. They watch soccer because it's not a traditionally American thing. Right. Because I can tell you, the guys that play soccer at the top level are pretty impressive athletes. Absolutely. But they're not... When the libs are like, oh, yeah, but you know billions of people around the world watch soccer. I'm like, well, they're welcome to it. Right. You know, but if, if Kaepernick was signed, I would go to a game. No, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't understand what you were seeing anyway. <laughs> so there is no benefit to putting this guy on your team. Now you got a company that is worth untold billions of dollars. And they are giving away a piece of their business because this whiny little pain in the butt misconstrued or assigned his own symbolism to it. Right. But that's what they do now. And that's true. That's what the the left does with everything. They invent a value for something and then go from there acting as if that has always been the case. The Betsy Ross flag stands for white supremacy. Where'd you hear that? Colin Kaepernick told me. Are you going to go with that? Exactly. I mean, it's not exactly the Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, your sourcing is a little suspect, but fine. But then that's what they do. Colin Kaepernick said it. We like Colin Kaepernick. It puts America in a bad light. So, therefore, that's what we think. And they just go from there. Right. You know, it's like how they call everybody a Nazi. That's no, They're the fascists, not us. Right. right. The left are the guys trying to step on you, not the right. But, the, oh, no, we're, you're fascists. You're Nazis. No, but fine. So, Nike gives away, I don't know, probably. I'll bet you that rollback cost them nine figures. I'll bet you that rollback yeah. cost them over $100 million. When you think about the time and the energy and the marketing and the production and the shipping and everything else that goes into making a shoe that you're going to put a Nike label on, plus you're, you're, you, know, you assume you're going to sell them. I mean, Nike, it's hard to get a Nike shoe for less than 75 bucks. So you got your imputed profit. They gave all of that away because an NFL washout told them that he's not comfortable with it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and of course, the, you get the guys on the far right who, and I'm going to say this to you people, and I, you know I love you. Don't make the mistake of engaging in this debate with these guys because it's, it's bait. Yeah. They go, oh, well, you know, that's not what it meant. Here's the historical context of the Betsy Ross flag and bibbidi bobbidi Stop. It doesn't matter what the historical context of the Betsy Ross flag is. Right. It's not even worth discussing it. Don't. Get into the pit with these guys when they come up with these dumbass arguments. And that's, I mean, it's my recommendation. You can sit there and do a whole history lesson on what the Betsy Ross flag actually, it stands for liberty. It stands for freedom from tyranny. Yeah, but do you think you're going you're gonna to change the mind of a guy like Colin Kaepernick? This dude's getting eight figures from Nike to do nothing but be a pain. You, I could do that. You honestly <laughs> think you're going to go in there with facts and change this little pinhead's mind? I'm telling you right now, you're wasting time. Right. And it's true every single time with these guys. Yep. Let them, and we'll talk about that in a little more, a little more time goes by here. Let them do this. Let them. Don't put the, you know, there's no reason to stop. You know, there's no reason to interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. Right. And trust me, they think you're their enemy, so... You might as well operate from the assumption that they are yours. Right. Because they have cast themselves that way. I just find it fascinating that a dude who makes eight figures to not play football, as I mentioned, (laughs) can turn a multi-billion dollar company around in the wrong direction, and nobody ever mentions who makes those shoes. I'm like, really? Multi-millionaire douchebag? You care that much about the justice of the shoe or whatever? How about the... 
the Bangladeshi nine-year-olds who are getting 11 cents an hour to make these damn things. Right. I mean, you know, well, it's, he doesn't care about that. No. Nope. I mean, you wouldn't want to be like, well, if you care that much, why don't you donate some of that eight-figure salary you're getting to the kids that are getting paid nine cents an hour or whatever to make your damn shoes? Right. Well, no. <laughs> That's how, it's always that way with these guys. You know, it's same thing with AOC. Right. She's another, she's a perfect, well, be, now that she is the Democrat Party's face, whether they want to admit it or not. And she had a big week down by the border. Same thing, though. She goes down, has in her head what she's going to see before she gets there. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be like a terrible prison. It's going to be just inhumane conditions, concentration camps. All None of that happened. So she just made up her own version of it and went with that. And right, they're still going right. with it. And they're still going with it because they're still calling them concentration camps, which means, they, you know, the anti-Semitism of that. But AOC took her little booty down to uh, Clint, Texas. Mm-hmm. After the last, after last week's last pod, she was down there. And she's got this whole story in her head. They're making women drink out of toilets. They're not making people drink out of toilets. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The, the worst thing that we said, well, she told this story about how she, uh, some of the border guards were hostile to her. And nobody can corroborate the story except other Democrats. <laughs> There's no video, audio footage. She's like, they took my cell phone away so I couldn't take pictures. Meanwhile, another Democrat on the same tour is just snapping pictures. I'm like, they didn't, none of it happened. Right. She just, she went down with a pre, like, like Kaepernick with the shoes. I have my narrative set. I go and see that my narrative is bogus and I just pretended I didn't see it. Right. And that's what she did with this, with this uh, border thing. I mean, you're, that is a turning point issue. And I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a big issue next fall because Americans are not liking what they're seeing. Right. The average American does not identify with the Democrat Party when it comes to immigration. The average American thinks that there should be immigration control. The Democrats are now officially saying open borders. Anybody who gets in gets all the free stuff. Right. And we saw the debate last week. They've got their hands up. Hey, what about free whatever health care and benefits for illegal or sorry, undocumented migrants? Every single hand went every single hand went up. The Democrat Party officially believes that the border is an antiquated concept, I guess. So she goes down there, and she's got this mindset, and she comes back, and she's like, oh, my God, the things I saw. But she didn't see any of that. Oh, my God, the things I heard. You didn't see any of that. Doesn't matter. And she's still she's on social media today complaining about how people have been hammering her for that. And I'm like, you think that's the problem? That's what's got you riled. You went to Clint, Texas, made up a bunch of stories about what you saw, got caught... Okay, got caught fibbing, making it up, and just she's just still going. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. The Betsy Ross flag equals white supremacy. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does, and I'm not going to listen to you. No, 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 I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Right. Republicans are all Nazis now. That's stupid. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, 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 I can't hear you. Trump is an authoritarian. You're a Nazi, and we're running concentration camps at the border. I mean, all of this stuff goes back to one thing. They have given themselves over to this everybody except us is the devil narrative. And they and you would have thought they learned their lesson back in 2016 because Hillary Clinton was the one who made this. You're all deplorable. You know, it's a basket of deplorables. 
I mean, they, they hate you. <laughs> you're listening to this program. If you are listening to The Last Pod on the Right, whether you're listening to it on laststoponthewright.com, KLRN, or any one of the podcasting platforms uh, which is available to you, be advised, unless you are one of those like libs that listens to conservative podcasts to, to get yourself riled up for the day or whatever, they hate you. They hate you. So they make up their little stories, and they go with it. And when their stories are debunked, they don't care because their hatred for you, just like the July 4th celebration, they hate you so much that not only will they not have a happy July 4th, you can't have one either. Right. They hate you so much, so not only do they not like the Betsy Ross flag sneakers, for God's sake, it's a pair of shoes, but they hate you so much, not only do they not want to buy those sneakers, you can't have them either. Right. Uh, Rapino, the soccer player, mm-hmm. she's playing for the U.S. women's national team. Okay. This yep. is a, a privilege that has been extended to her. Granted, she has talent. Okay. But that talent would not have been honed the way it was if she'd been born in Moldova. Right. Okay. Right. She wouldn't be doing her, her big sideline poses if she had grown up in, I don't know, Indonesia. Okay, she is in a place where all of that can happen for her. That avenue is open for her. The programs are there for her. They are funded for her. She is playing for the United. She hates Trump so much. If you don't hate Trump, then screw you too. I'm like, why are you even playing for the national team? I don't know. Why you don't like it? But that's it's AOC. I'm going to go down to the border and I'm going to see terrible, terrible things. And then I'm going to tell you about them. She goes down to the border. She, it's sad. It, <laughs> it is, in fact, sad that our borders have become this, you know, I mean, we're 10 minutes away from being a truck stop between Mexico and Canada. Right. It's very sad to see this. These people are being lured here by empty promises by Democrats who are doing this solely for the purpose of packing the voter rolls. Right. I mean, and let's not be... Let's not confuse ourselves. There is no humanitarian bent to what the liberals are doing with open borders. There's not a humanitarian bent to anything the liberals do. You have to remember every single thing these people do is for one of two reasons, often often both, attention for themselves, voters. That's it. They don't care. AOC doesn't go to the Clint border facility because she gives a damn about the illegal aliens. She goes there because she's going to get FaceTime. She goes there because she wants to encourage more people to come here, assuming that the offer of free stuff, we saw the Democrats on the debate stage, every single one of them, hand up. They will give you, if you make it, if you get in, it's on the house. Right. As long as you vote for them. You'll notice that legal immigrants do not vote for Democrats at the same level that, well, obviously illegal aliens do. Right. They're not supposed to be voting at all, but whatever. Well, and you go down to um, uh, Herman Dumpster, you know, the mayor of New York, uh, de Blasio. Right. I call him Herman Dumpster. That's a nice name. Well, like he kind of looks like Herman yeah, Munster. does. And he's a dumpster. Okay. So you see how I did that That's there? Nice. Yeah. High comedy here at the last pod. Uh, <laughs> he's down there. He's in Miami, and he's quoting Che Guevara. Yeah. I'm like, hey, dummy, this is probably in the entire country, outside of, like, I don't know, uh, the National Review's offices. 
it is possible this will be the most hostile place to communist <laughs> idolatry in America. Yep. Cuban immigrants in Miami were victims of communism or their families were. They don't like communists. Right. He's like, oh, you know, as Che Guevara once said. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And that's how you know. <laughs> Joking aside, that's how you know that they don't give a damn about the audience. They just want your votes. Right. Now, Herman Dumpster didn't, obviously, didn't get prepped. And he doesn't have a chance anyway, so nobody cares. It's like Swalwell. You know, nuke boy Swalwell out in California. Right. Every now and then, he says something so stupid that it gets attention. But that's it. These are not threats to win the Democrat nomination. Right. In fact... And I said it before, and I'll say it again. None of this matters because I guarantee you if they could change the rules to let AOC get the nomination, they would give it to her tomorrow. Right. The only thing that is stopping Chiquita Khrushchev from being the Democrat nominee for president is the fact that she's too young. Mm -hmm. That is it. And I promise you, kids, the rest of this clown show, none of these people is going to win. Their leading guy, who is still Biden right now, He's falling apart. Huh. Yeah, dude, it's sad. Huh. Well, because I really, I'm not 100% certain that Biden wants to be out there. No. The debate performance, may, he would he play defense the entire time. And he let that ridiculous uh, Kamala Harris, who, by the way, the whole busing story, speaking of him, what, what did I just say a minute ago? They make up the narrative and they go with it even after. Now They've gotten to the point now. Even after they get caught lying, they just stick with it. Right. And it used to be Democrat. You'd catch them lying. And they'd be like, oh, well, I misspoke. And then it'd adjust. Now it's just, I don't care if you know I'm lying. My the Our base doesn't know that I'm lying. And they don't care. So Kamala Harris, she made up the busing story. Right. She made it up. She invented it. And I said last week, you weren't here for this. I said last week, you watch. Because it was right about as I, as I was doing the pod last week that it was become readily apparent that she had invented the busing story because the timelines didn't work. Right. I'm like, how is this happening in Berkeley, California, years after they had started integrated busing? So, yeah, it didn't. But it doesn't matter. It damaged the hell out of Biden, though. And what did I say about a month ago? Joe Biden, and I, I think I was the first person to say it here on the last pod. I don't know if anybody else had said it at that point. Joe Biden will not be the Democrat Party's nominee in 2020. I don't even think he wants it. Right. But that's immaterial because I don't I'm not a Democrat, so I'm not going to tell you that I know that Biden doesn't want to be the president. But I don't even think he wants it. I don't even and I really don't. And uh, and he started making comments that you're like, wait, what? You know, uh, I think it was this morning he said to somebody at some event, you know, when Barack Obama and I were in the White House, we wouldn't allow this nonsense to go on at the border. We wouldn't, and, and that, and he said, we wouldn't have allowed the Russians to interfere with the election. on our Not on our watch, says Biden. I'm like, the whole thing that you guys said happened, happened on your watch. Yeah. You were President and Vice President Obama and Biden well, when the 2016 yes. hijinks were going on. So not on your watch, old man. I'm like, oh... It's a senior moment. Feel bad for the guy a little bit. But, you know, got you've got Harris behind him. <sighs> and now she's out there and has just gone bananas. Right. She, and I'll say this about that whole field, she's got the same problem that the rest of them do. And it's what I've been talking about during the entire last pod so far, that, that basic thing. And I said last week that it's all about the virtue signaling. That's what they're doing. 
they honestly believe not only are do they have they invented their own bogus narrative and are sticking with it they honestly believe that they are speaking to a much bigger audience than they actually are right they <laughs> honestly believe kamala harris really thinks when she makes up those stories and just keeps going with them anyway or AOC really thinks when she's down at the border inventing stuff and it's it's obviously not true and she's like, well, I'm going to go with it anyway. They honestly think they're changing minds, that they're addressing this huge percentage of the electorate who is going to go, oh, well, I was considering voting for Trump again, but now that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said that they weren't using nice enough shampoo at the in the showers <laughs> at the Clint facility... Uh, well, now I'm voting for her. Or Kamala Harris made up some story about busing. Now I'm voting for her. Eric Swalwell says he's going to use nuclear weapons on gun owners in America. Well, I'm voting for him now. Right. And it's the same everywhere. Colin Kaepernick says what he says. I'm not going to. We can't have this Betsy Ross flag shoe because white supremacy. How, whose mind are you changing when you do that? When you poop on the, the July 4th celebrations, when you take your flag and you set it on fire in front of a group of people who are obviously there to celebrate America, not denigrate it. It is the 4th of July, after all. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think you're working on? I mean, who the hell are these people even virtue signaling to except each other? Right. I'm like, this bubble, the walls of this bubble must be very thick because they do not get that they are in it, and, they, and I think they honestly think that there are a lot more people paying attention than are. We're paying attention. I mean, how about you? I'm paying attention. I watch right. this stuff. Right. And I'm like, but I'm not being convinced by it. I'm being, if anything, my conviction that these people are not acceptable choices for government is is bolstered. <laughs> well, yeah. You're right. And it's, it's a reasonably new phenomenon. Clinton was the first guy that would lie and get caught lying and be like, huh, sorry. Yeah. Let's, let's move along. And the media would let him do it. Right. And then Obama, obviously, I mean, his whole administration, you like, was based on his ultimate accomplishment that at least he considers Obamacare was based on a, that its fundamental level was an outright lie. Right. So they do this now, but they've, they've gotten them. They did it in 2016, insult everybody who's not us, lie to everybody else, and we'll win. And they didn't. And then this, it's like they've gone and they found Hillary's understudies. <laughs> I mean, some of these, I mean, Eric Swalwell, are you really honestly, I mean, I'm sure he thinks he's a threat to the white, you know, for the nomination. Kamala Harris is a threat to win the nomination. Elizabeth Warren is a threat to win the nomination. Bernie Sanders is probably not, but he likes to think he is, and we're going to let him think that because at his age, man, don't take stuff from him. Plus, let, just, plus you know, he's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, burn, go do your thing. Right. Uh, but Colin Kaepernick, how many people do you think out there are going, oh, well, I'm only going to buy Nike shoes now because there are less of them? I mean, is that the logic you're going with there? <laughs> right. Colin Kaepernick just said, if I like the Betsy Ross flag and don't understand that it's about white supremacy, then I'm a bad person. Let me go get my catalog out and, and order a bunch of Nike stuff. Right. Said nobody ever. Right. You know? Uh, well, I was going to go to the July 4th thing and have a big old thing, and we were going to be like, yay, America, because it's America's birthday, and woohoo, you know, USA. But then a bunch of Democrats said, uh, tried to set a flag on fire in front of the White House. So now I'm voting Democrat? Is that the logic? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, and, and, they're getting, and they're getting violent about it, too. 
you know, you saw that up in Portland. That's just Portland. Yeah. Portland, Oregon, if, for those of you who don't know a lot about the Pacific Northwest, it is it has degraded into almost I mean, it's almost another country at this point. Basically everything west of the Rocky of the Continental Divide. Yeah, yeah, I'd take that back because there are some people in Nevada who are worth saving. Yeah, you know, I'd have to say like the word like right. Tahoe, although everything that, Tahoe that, East. Yep, yep we get to fine. keep that. I keep saying, and I know this is a terrible thing to say, but it wouldn't bother me much if there was like a magnitude eleven point seven <laughs> billion <laughs> earthquake and just everything from the you know that valley just east of of or just west of Tahoe, right? Just big old crack right down there, and you guys go have your own country float off into the Pacific. Fine. Go have your own country. We get to get all the stuff at Vandenberg back, though, because some of that crap's expensive. Right. Yeah. You get keep your Hollywood, keep your Silicon Valley, keep your Microsoft, keep all of it. They're still going to have to do business with us because it's not like they're going to have other choices. Right. But fine. Go do your thing. You go sit in your heap of used needles and human feces and tell us how awesome you are. Look at your app for the human feces in San Fran. Yes. You can literally, there is an app in San Francisco, the San Francisco poop map. <laughs> there is a poop app for the poop map. I'm like these are the people it. that are telling us how we should be living our lives. That's like, all right, fine, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. But they keep coming back to us with the the made up stories about the border or the the you know ruining everybody's July Fourth. I don't like July Fourth, so therefore you shouldn't either. I don't like America, so you shouldn't either. So I'm gonna make it so you can't. It's like, yeah, well, you right. don't have to. I mean, I'm not going to come to your, I don't know, what's the big communist, a May Day. I'm not going to come to your May Day celebration and poop on it. Right. I don't care if you, I think you're ridiculous for celebrating it, you know, the most violently authoritarian political theology that man has ever come up with, but fine. Right. Go ahead. Uh, you know, but you get, I'm not going to take that from you because it's a free country. Yeah, you know, it is a free country. Mm-hmm. One of the things that makes America so great is that jackasses like them can try to ruin it for everyone else, and they're allowed to. Right. Don't get physical right. with me, right? You know, don't touch me because I'll I'll beat the crap out of you. I mean, I'm not. You know, it's not. I'm not going to get any uglier. So I'm one of those guys. You probably shouldn't pick a fight with me because <laughs> no. I have no looks to protect. <clears throat> So I don't care if you get me in the face a couple times. You're going to lose. Right. But other than that, I don't care. Go do your thing. I'm not going to try and ruin it for you. But no, they have to ruin it for us. People need to be informed. Climate change is killing us all. Trump is a Nazi. um, Immigrants are being mistreated in concentration camps. Shoes are, certain shoes are bad. Military uh, involvement in D.C. parades are bad. What I mean, we're not allowed to have any fun anymore? Nope. Not I mean, at that's, all. That's not pretty much all. all it is. You're like, right. Even with the soccer. I'm not a soccer fan. Okay? I'm not. I my You know what? My nephew, my oldest nephew, is one of the finest young soccer players in New England. He is an excellent soccer player. I will watch him play soccer. Right. Because he's my nephew. And it's cool. All right? If my other nephews, uh, one of them plays football. I watch him play football. I love football. I watch it anyway. But... Yeah, I'll I'll watch it, but I don't. Soccer is not. I'm not a fan of it. I know uh, I can name two or three teams. Period. Right. I know who's good at it. I don't care. But like, yay, go America! But then there's somebody on the American soccer team saying no. You and I'm like, you don't want me to root for you? Okay. 
I just want to tell her, shut up and win the World Cup. I'm like, you yeah, know? all I want you to do is go play win. your butt off. Go it's win. the same thing with Kaepernick back when he was in the league. And I keep saying this to people because, you know, a lot of people on the right, I think, get too involved with this. You're welcome to contest this point with me. Either through our website, laststoponthewright.com. You got email availability there. You can tweet. You can come tweet me at me at laststopotr if you don't agree. But I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if an NFL player thinks that uh, we're running concentration camps at the border. I don't care if a soccer player thinks that uh, Trump is a Nazi. Uh, I don't care because you're just a football player. You're just a soccer player. All I want from you, if you're on my fantasy roster over the weekend, I hope you have a good game. <laughs> yep. Other than that, I don't care. Bet Midler is having one of the... This is actually going on right now. She apparently just lost her cookies on July 4th. She's had had enough of Trump and his jingoistic, patriotic, blah, blah, blah. So she's been in this, like, Twitter meltdown. And, of course, all the libs are out there going, oh, you go, Bet. You're so wonderful, Bet. Uh, she's my spirit animal. I wish Bet Midler was my mom. When I'm her age, I want to be like Bet Midler. I'm like, I don't care. I mean, okay, it's irritating. I get tired of it. I get tired of the lectures and the virtue signaling and the and – Mom, earmuffs, three, two, one. Bullshit from people like that. Most of whom are so woefully misinformed that it's they're actually degrading the national conversation just by being in it. Right. But I don't care. If you want me to treat you as an authority on a subject other than the one that, I was going to say, that you get paid for, but of course in Kaepernick's case, that's not the case. <laughs> then indicate to me you have learned something. Because you're just throwing talking points at me. I don't care. Right. And I'm not gonna. You don't have to ruin July 4th. <laughs> you can make your displeasure with things known without wrecking it for everyone else. I, I totally agree with that. Hitting my pod. Yeah, Enter, entertain the kids for a second. We got... Um, Arizona let me out. No, no I'm Boy, sorry. You are you are Mr. Uh, improv. Got, you are Mr. Improv. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's Mikey, Mr. Improv. Uh, Second like show's different than the first. Yeah. <laughs> Tip your waiters. Try to be. Uh real quick, because I, I we got some other stuff I want to do. I mean, we got we've covered almost everything in the dumpster today, but I did want to mention this. Speaking of things that they've got to just poop on all the time. Mm. Trump with Kim at the DMZ. And I, because all the rest of the stuff was tied together AOC and Kaepernick and the July 4th nonsense, that was all tied together. It's all the same thing. Right. They're just, they were angry. We hate how things have gone. So we want to ruin it for everyone. But this North Korea thing, this is different. North Korea <laughs> is not, uh, I mean, obviously, Kim Jong un is not a trustworthy individual. He's yeah. a lunatic. Right. And North Korea is hell. It's also, by the way, the logical outcome of what happens when communist theology is allowed to prosper. So I remember when AOC, when Chiquita Khrushchev and the rest of the new owners of the Democrat Party tell you what they have planned, what they have planned is what Kim Jong-un has. Right. Total control over every aspect of your life. Now, they want it because they think they know better than you, how you should live. They want to tell you what you, I mean, you know, it's... It's everything from you're not going to have a July 4th parade without us trying to wreck it all the way down to a Herman Dumpster in New York telling you how what size soda you can drink. Right. They want to own you because they think 
they know, they've convinced themselves they've know better. And because they don't talk or listen with or to anyone outside their bubble, they don't know that they're wrong. You know, they, you repeat the lie enough and everybody around you repeats the same lie. Well, you're not going to know that you're at some point you lose sight of things. Right. But with North Korea, you got a different situation because this is a guy who theoretically is in a position to do some damage. All right, when Antifa beats up a journalist in Portland, Oregon, that's bad. That's the kind of journal attack on journalism that the left consistently accuses Trump of, of committing. In, only in this case, it actually happened. Right. Trump does not attack journalists. If Trump attacked journalists, then Jim Acosta would be breaking rocks in, in Sing Sing right now. <laughs> right. Can you imagine the poor bastard that if you got a guy like Acosta as your celly? Huh. Be like ten minutes, and you'd be like, "I would." You know what? Ad seg. You really you want to go to solitary to get away from this guy? Absolutely, absolutely. And you, the BTK killer, would request ad seg <laughs> to get out of a cell with Brian Stelter from CNN. <laughs> right. Like, you know what? It can't be worse than this. Give me the damn needle. Just get me away from these guys. But they do all the things that they do and do them the next day. And I'm like, if Trump was the guy, you're accusing him of. If the conservative movement in this country was guilty of the things of which you accuse them, your ass would be cracking rocks and sing sing right now or worse. Right. But meanwhile, Antifa, which is we all know, and, and let's not let's not beat around the bush about this. It's the Democrat Party kids. Right. They're the same clowns that called themselves Occupy five or six years ago or whenever that was. Mm-hmm. They're the same it's the same people. They're just Democrats. But they put on their little masks and the Democrats send them out and they've become the SS of the Democrat Party. I'm going to talk about Nazis. They're physically assaulting. They went after a journalist in Portland last weekend, beat the crap out of him, sent him to the hospital. And uh, not only are they not sorry, and of course, they were allowed to do it because Antifa Ted, the, the mayor of Portland, literally told the police, do not interfere with these guys. So they were allowed to do it. They were literally officially sanctioned by a Democrat mayor. Right. But they're the same people. It's all the same people. But they're going after journalists while they're whining about Trump. Oh, Trump's an authoritarian. He's an enemy. He's danger to the press. Really? Because you guys keep saying that. And I feel like at some point, if he was the dictator that you said he was, there'd be a limit on the number of times you can call him an authoritarian before he authoritarians your ass into the gulag. Right. It hasn't happened. It isn't going to happen. Meanwhile, their own people are out there attacking. And uh, the guy that got it, Andy No, um, he uh, uh, he's an, he's gay and Asian. And I'm like, man, he's checking off a bunch of your boxes. You sure you want to mess with this dude? No doubt. They beat the crap out of him. Ever since then, it's been the media has been justifying the attack. You know, because since he's a conservative, or right, they identify right. him as a conservative, therefore, there it's not. At best, you get guys on CNN going, well, it's not good that people were violently attacking this guy, but you have to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you don't. You either are or are not for total freedom of the press. Right. Which means that even if you don't like the outfit that he works for, you can't beat the crap out of him because you don't like them. That's not how it works. Right. You either are or are not for a free press. But uh, they had that going on over there. And I wanted to mention that just because... You look at that, and then you look at what North Korea is like and realize it's the same attitude. Any voice that isn't ours must be violently, if necessary, squelched. Right. 
And that's how they run things over there. But they're going nuts about Trump hanging out with Kim for five seconds, shake hands. It was a historic moment. You don't have to like Trump. You don't even have to vote for him. You don't have to vote for him next time to understand that the president of the United States and the, yeah, he's a nut. He's a lunatic. Shook hands at the DMZ. It was a historic, it was an historic moment. Right. But you can't, they can't even have that. They got a bitch about it. It was just a photo op. Why is he making nice with this authoritarian dictator? <laughs> it's like they're the same guy. And I'm like, would you prefer what? That we go back to a much more hostile footing? Right. Would you prefer that we put these guys back in the box and they get nuts again? More threats? Maybe, uh, I don't know, load up a plane in Zurich, Switzerland with a bunch of unmarked bills and airlift it to them like <laughs> Obama did with Iran? Right. I mean, really, the people that supported the Iran deal are going to tell me that Trump shaking hands with Kim is a bad move from a foreign policy perspective? Right. It seems like kind of Nobelish to me, actually. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying that you give Trump the Nobel Prize. And I understand that a lot of what Trump yeah, yeah. does is so that, you know, you see him doing it. Right. Because he's that kind of guy. Right. But let's be honest. It was a it was an historic moment that should have been celebrated. Anybody who wants a more peaceful world would like to see the blunting of the hostility of authoritarian dictators. Right. And if all it takes is a handshake and a couple of photo ops, maybe we throw him a Dennis Rodman. Yeah, look, you you can keep him. If that's what it takes, that I, I, it's hard to see a downside to that. No. Ever since Trump started making these weird moves with, with Kim, and I think he's doing it to keep him off balance. I really do. Because you see, Kim gets hostile, Trump gets hostile. Then Trump comes out of nowhere with, a, hey, you know, we should we should hang out. And then the next day, they're back to talking smack. And then the day after that, hey, we should hang out. It, I think he's keeping Kim off balance on purpose. Right. And Trump, let's be honest, guys. Trump is not a stupid man. This dude, it may be the, and I've said it before on the program here, Donald Trump, whether you like him or don't like him, if you're going to be honest, from a game theory perspective, you know, macro game theory, global implication game theory, this may be one of the finest players of that game that has ever lived. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I say that honestly. I don't think I know we promised you no hyperbole at the beginning of the last pod. I don't think it's hyper, hyperbolic, and that is a word, to say that Donald Trump may be one of the greatest political gamers that has ever lived. That's absolutely true. He is the commander in chief of the most powerful nation that has ever existed. You gotta put him in the top ten. Right. I think he's keeping I think he's doing that to keep Kim off balance. But whatever his reasoning, even if it was just because he wanted, you know. I'm, I'm having a good hair day, so I want to get my picture taken. I mean, it could have been that. But whatever the point, it can't be. It's hard to say that's worse or a misstep compared to Obama's Iran deal. Right. Who are floating these guys a couple of hundred bill in cash that we know they're going to turn around and give to people like Hamas and Hezbollah. Right. So Trump has a photo op. That even can't be celebrated. No, it's, that's got to be bad. Why is it bad? Because... Uh, because Kim's a bad guy. Kim's been a bad guy the whole time. His old man was a bad guy. His old man was, was a, a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> yep. Okay, it's it's kind of a theme with them. It's a motif in North Korea to be ruled by a bad guy. Nothing else has worked. So right. Trump goes in a different direction, and it's not only is it not hostile, it's the opposite of hostile, and that they're against. Yep. I mean, well, you know, you guys gave us the Iran deal, so I don't see how, how you have any credibility whatsoever. But again... 
uh-oh, we weren't involved, and it was probably a good idea, so we're just going to be against it. Yep. Yep. You can't have the shoe you because we don't like it. You can't have a July 4th celebration because we don't like it. You can't uh, X because we Y, Z, because we don't like it. They've got the kids now that, that ruin people's meals, you know, throwing milkshakes at people oh. or, or going into the restaurant and attacking Ted Cruz, hassling Ted Cruz. He's trying to finish dinner. I'm not happy about you. So therefore, you cannot enjoy anything ever. Right. That's not I, I appreciate I don't want to I don't want to live in a society like that. I don't appreciate the attitude that gives rise to that. And I can tell you right now, most Americans don't either. They keep up on this tack with the Biden nonsense, making up stories, Kamala Harris inventing crap, AOC literally smearing an entire federal agency, getting caught doing it. And being not only unapologetic, but doubling, tripling, quadrupling down, no matter what it is, if it wasn't their idea, if it didn't involve them, if they don't approve, you can't have it. That's not America. Nope. That's not America. I feel like we're done here. Okay. QED, people. (laughs) That's a little academic for you. Put a bow on that. Uh, We've had a great time today. I hope you had a good time. I did. I, I finished my beer. Well, I know. You were just sitting there the whole time. Oh, I'm going to let this guy go. Ben Ben's having a ranty day, so hey, I'm just going to let him rant. You know what? I sat back and listened to Well, you. I hope you learned a few things along the way. Kids, I hope you learned a few things along the way as well, because, you know, that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to educate. <laughs> yeah. If you are here, if you are here because you think we're going to educate you, uh, your schooling up until now has been insufficient. Is the nicest way I can think of it. <laughs> yes, it is. We have had a good time with you, my friends, and we have a good time today. Here on the last pod on the right, whether you were listening to us through the site laststopontheright.com or you checked us out through KLRN, America's Podcast Network. A lot of good shows on there in addition to this one. I urge you to check them out. Their Spreaker channel is always up and has everything archived, so you can listen to right, anything. Right. KLRN Radio, America's Podcast Network. They got that going. Uh, we're on all the major podcast sites. You can email yep. us through our site and to Denny and, and Linda and and Bill the Hog. Hey man, we appreciate the contact. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. We love you. Uh last stop on the right.com and of course our Twitter account last at last stop OTR. Michael. Yes, sir. You can get out of here. You want to take him out while I have some pod beer? Sure. Uh I I am Queen Dido's lover. Oh, is that what you're gonna go sure, with? Sure, I'm. Why not? All right. <laughs> for the last stop, let me do it. Let me do it official already. <clears throat> for the let me do. Oh, I should do it FM style. For the last stop on the right dot com. I'm Ben Crystal. I'm Queen Dido's lover. Okay, I'm Mike. Do you really Abel. want that job though? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> now you only knew Queen like an hour ago. You're like, oh, Queen Dido is a person. Yeah, I want to be her lover. No, you don't, man. She's crazy. She, well, that's all right. She would cray cray. Well. Well, given your track record. Yes, okay. You know what, kids? Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week right here on The Last Pod (laughs) on the Right. Until then, we out. See you.